Southeastern Bow Hunter Podcast. Hey guys, it's JD with Southeastern Bow Hunter Podcast. You ever get bored like I do in the middle of the night watching YouTube? Trying to figure out which broadhead flies the best, which one penetrates the best, different arrows, different bows, different bow speeds, all that kind of stuff. Go check out Chest Stumper Outdoors. Not only does he have some good hunting footage, he also does amazing broadhead reviews and arrow reviews and bow reviews and stuff like that. He goes to all the different trade shows and tests out all the bows right there on camera. He also does the Mountain Archery Fest. So give him a check. That's again, Chest Thumper Outdoors. Go give him a good listen. Go watch his videos. Some amazing content. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast. And in this one, man... It's a, it's a recap of the World Deer Expo. We had a great time. This is the audio from the video that we posted last week. Um, so if you didn't get a chance to check it out, go watch our YouTube channel. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe, you know, if you want to see the whole video. If not, I get it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, you know, that, that channel is going to have, you know, episodes on it from the podcast and hunting episodes we're gonna start doing some reviews on products that we like products that we don't like um testing new products but yeah let's get into it um before we start sponsors osteo gear one of the best camo companies on the market go check them out go to osteogear.com use our promo code sbh10 to save you 10 percent off camo uh season's coming up so you need to get your camo as quick as you can Get it, wash it, put it away, keep it scent free, and um, go after that big buck, man. Uh, next up, Summit Tree Stands. You know, I, I've been a huge fan of Summit for years. Um, they are one of the best tree stand companies on the market. They've got hang-ons, climbers, sticks, accessories, as much as you need. Um, and they were kind enough, kind enough to give us a promo code, uh, SEBH15. It'll save you 15% site-wide. And that's for any product that they sell on their website. Go to summitstands.com, use the promo code SEBH15 to save you 15%. Last but not least, Urban Archery Outfitters and Thrill of the Outdoors. Man, these guys have been huge supporters of us um, for the past, shoot man, almost a year. Um, you know, I can't thank them enough. They were nice enough to invite us out to the World Deer Expo to do some media for them. Uh, we met a bunch of great people. And, you know, I can't wait to do the next one. I'm very excited to be working with them. There's a lot of things coming down the pipeline with them that I can't really talk about right now. Um, they are working on some stuff to basically just kick everything off and change change the hunting world. So I'll tell you what, man, a lot of things are happening. We got some big bucks on camera. Uh, if you want to see one of my target deer, go on to the Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast Instagram. Make sure to follow us on there. Go check out our TikTok um hit up me or jd if you know you have any questions or if you're interested in coming on the podcast and you know it's things are rolling dude I, i'm i'm so ready for deer season it's not even funny but 
Let's get started with this episode. Let's check out what happened at the World Deer Expo. We both had a great time. We're so thankful that they have, you know, invited us out there to be be able to hang out, meet everybody, and and just, you know, cut up with a few folks. So enough rambling. Let's get started. All right, guys, we're here at the 2023 40th Annual World Deer Expo in Birmingham, Alabama. Me and JD from Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast at the Thrill of the Outdoors booth, Urban Archery Outfitters booth. Man, this show is insane, and we are going to have a lot of people on. It's going to be a great time. How excited are you? Oh, dude, I, I can't wait to start making rounds and talking to people. Yeah. Getting all these guests on here. Dude, just walking in, it was it was crazy seeing giant deer that I don't think I ever would have seen in my life. No, I mean... And when you walk in, they hand you a beer, so... Yeah, that, that, that is true. That is true. That's very true. Um, yeah, man, I, you know, I saw a lot, of, a lot of companies and a lot of products out here that I've been interested in, and, you know, we're going to have a lot of them come on. And it's just going to be, it's, it's a good time. It's going to be a good time. I'm glad we were able to make it. I can't thank them enough for having us out here. Absolutely. Um, it, you know, it, I say we just get into it. Let's do it. Let's start with some people. Cool. All right. So we got Stain Africa Safaris here at the World Deer Expo. This dude's awesome. Great guy. We've been talking for about an hour now. Um, the question I have is, have you checked out everything that Urban Archery Outfitters and Thrill of the Outdoors has got going on over here? I did. It's awesome products. Um, I haven't looked at some arrows for the uh, for the hunting, for bow hunting, and it's awesome. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah it's uh, the thing I like about it, honestly, is, and we talked about this before, is that, you know, the point system they have. You, you buy the product and you get stuff in, in return for that. And I... I love it, man. I think it's a great thing. It's a game changer. Um, so I kind of want to talk a little bit about your outfitting stuff. So we were talking earlier about, you know, lions, cheetahs, leopards, all the fun stuff. Um, but you mentioned Cape Buffalo. So, like, say somebody wants to go hunt Cape. How, how would they get in contact with you guys? Like, what's kind of the, the way that sort of thing works out? Well, firstly, it's easy to search up us on the Internet. Okay. Uh, we are staying Africa Safaris. So if you just Google that, you'll see us out, uh, our outfit there, and uh, you can you can pop us an email, and we can we, we are pretty fast on replies. Gotcha. So we will get on that email as soon as possible. Get back to you guys. Uh, you need to tell us how many days you want to come, and yes, we take it from there. Gotcha. And you book it what dates that you want to come and. Um, we take it from there, yes. So what would you say, like, the most popular game animal is that you guys will take people on? Because I know we talked, like I said, Cape Buffalo, I think you said Gimsbuck, all that other stuff. I mean, Africa has so many animals. Exactly. Like, if you had to make a top five, what would you say the top five is? Well, so you get planes game and you get your dangerous game. So dangerous games usually for the big leagues. Mm-hmm. So once you hunted Buffalo with us, you are part of the Buffalo Club. Oh, dude, that's awesome. So um, then, then you are being taken serious. That's so uh, cool. Plains game is a good starter point. Uh, everybody has hunted Plains game before they hunted Plains game. Gotcha. So Impala, the Greater Kudu, um, that's mainly our first animals that all, always get hunted first. And then even water. Warthog is a nice one. Blazebuck is always easy to hunt. And, uh, but there's so many species. It's difficult to name five, but I'll, <laughs> I'll just pop up one like uh, Inyala. Okay. Yeah, those five 
are always a common animal to hunt. Uh, it's always adventure hunting there. Yeah. Uh, you need to be very vigilant hunting kudu. And um, yeah, it's always a good good story to tell after that. Yeah, I mean, Africa, man, like we, we all know there's been a lot of controversial things that have come out of that as far as like, you know, people that may not like hunting. Yes. Me personally, I have nothing against it. I love it. I think yes. it's it, it's the best way to help the wildlife stay around because it's all about conservation. It helps everybody around them. And so I think what you guys are doing, man, the fact that you guys are here, you know, I, I'm really glad that we got to meet you guys because I, I just like, you know, talking about hunting with people, you know? And we did talk about archery hunting. The yes. build you told me I'd need would be insane. Yes. So yes. I don't know. But uh, yeah, if, if I can make it happen, I definitely want to. But what I'm curious about, giraffe. Yeah. Can you hunt giraffe with you guys? Yes, you can. Oh, dude. Giraffe is awesome to hunt. Um, you can get pretty close to it, 30 yards, walking stock. Oh, my Lord. Um, you know, it's animals, they're not very skitterish. Really? Yes, because they know they're very tall. Oh, uh, so okay. They're a very gymnastic animal. A giraffe? Yes. That's like insane. A, they're a very, what do you call it? Um, but yeah, it's like it's like a big dinosaur standing next to you. Dude, I know. I've seen them at the zoo, and I'm like, there is yes, no yes, way. Because, yes. you know, out here, we're used to just skittish little whitetails that exactly. they even hear a crack, and they're gone. Yeah. Man, so... Awesome. But uh, the other thing is, hunting in South Africa is very important to us. Uh, because the animals must have value. Oh, 100%. As soon as the value drop on the animals, yeah. there's a lot of poaching going on. I've so heard of for that. For us, the conservation is very important. Uh, the meat gets donated to a lot of um, tribes there. That's awesome. That uh, just awesome. to keep the friendship going. Yeah. Um, yes, because, like I said, if there's no value to animals, there's no animals in the future. Yeah, and that's the same thing we deal with over here is, you know, a lot of people trying to, will get mad at us about, you know, hunting and stuff. And I'm like, you don't understand that we care more about these animals than a lot of other organizations, I'll say, do. And I just, I'm 100% with you guys on that. And I honestly love what outfitters in Africa will do. And I'm very interested, man. Y'all might have a future client over here. <laughs> and I mean, as soon as there's value to the animal, we take care of it. Yep. We check our fences, we check if there's poachers. Uh, you do effort because mm -hmm. the animal has value. Yeah. And it has value to the community. Because, I mean, we create jobs, the skinners, trackers, the cleaners, yeah. the PHs. So there's a lot of job creation uh, while the hunting is going on. Yeah. So the hunting means a lot for South Africa. Yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. So I guess before we get off of here, the one question I have is, do you see a future with um, Thrilly Outdoors and Urban Entree Outfitters with this whole point system? Definitely. It seems like something that I think yes. could really work out very stick. well. I think it's good. It's something you guys give back to the community. Um, and I think that's a good thing. Um, that's a good thing. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I'm not going to hold up more of your time, but thank you for coming. All right, and I'm going to get all your info before we get off of here because exactly. I have got to get this thing going. <laughs> and you guys need to Google Stay in Africa Safaris. Do it. <laughs> Thanks. All right, guys. We got Joe here, FTO. Tell us a little about yourself. Well, FTO got started in 2019. Just uh, 
me and a couple friends of mine, and, uh, my brother went to film school, and he was like, you know, I can start editing and doing stuff for you guys. Okay. I was like, cool. And then we started out as a uh, just a group of guys just trying to share our experiences in the outdoors. And right. one of the big pillars is getting kids off the phone, you know, yes. getting them in the outdoors. Yes. You know, because yes. technology is great in certain things, but it also dumbs down a population. It can too. hinder you in certain ways. Yeah. So that's one of our main pillars is, you know, the kids. You know, and you seen my son running around here, Trevor. Yeah. He, that kid's ate up with it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. So, you know, did it for that. And then um, actually Mountain Archery Fest. Okay. Um, they reached out to us, told us, hey, to come to Durango, Colorado, shoot right. the course. They're like, you know, come out here, film. You know, we'll interview and everything. And we got there. And when I got back from Mountain Archery Fest in 2019, I'm like, oh, we got to start a business. So well, we had HHA, and HHA's been great to us. Um, and then we started linking up with uh, Second Chance Outdoors. Okay. It's a nonprofit for yep. veterans. They take veterans all over the country to hunt. Wow, so that's cool. We uh, started doing that, and then we got with uh, Woods Viking Outdoors, and then we got with Cutter Stabilizers. And, I mean, just everything just started coming to fruition. And right. It's been absolutely incredible, the journey that we're doing. Um, yeah. You know, had some... You know, life got in the way on a few things. and It happens. It, it happens. You know, it's part of life. But yeah. the thing that I'm most proud of is watching my kids, how they live and breathe this. And awesome. how they, just how they take to it. You know, they That's love awesome. the outdoors. They love to fish. They love to hunt. They love everything about it. You know, and they right. try to learn. And I'm like, look, I'll teach you. And we'll go from there. Yeah. And it's actually been very impressive watching how it goes. Like, That's I just awesome. had to talk with Mike Austin from Treason because mm-hmm. my 11-year-old's making business deals. What? <laughs> wow. So he's, he's, he's a hustler. Wow. Trying so, to get that camo deal, huh? So yeah. <laughs> I talked to him. I mean, it took us a while to land Treason, but Treason's a great company. Yep. I mean, they really are. Like, all of our sponsors and all of our partners, they they're, the products are great. Right. Um, they're absolutely 100%. You know, I don't try to sell something to somebody that I don't use and I don't believe in. Right. So I always do that. But watching everything come to fruition and how we're growing and how we've made a name for ourselves and our reputation, that's the biggest thing I'm proud of. Right. If I tell you I'm going to do something or if FTO is going to do something, we do it. So you're talking about the believing stuff. Where do you you stand on this? You know, this new avenue with the, the thrill of the outdoors and the urban outdoors. How do you feel about that one? Well, thrill of the outdoors. I have, like, what's I it doing it. for you? Well, for us, it, it brings traction to us. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, it brings traction to everybody. Right. And the fact that they started doing what they're doing now compared to what they were doing when they first started, that's even bigger. Oh, yeah, game they, changer. They, they, game opened changer. It, they've opened it up to the entire consumer instead of just the outdoors. Right. So... Now they're looking at that. Um, they're looking at bringing, you know, I mean, husbands, wives, mm-hmm. aunts, uncles, you know, stuff like that. If they mm-hmm. buy a product, they get the points. Yep. And then they can cash yep. in the points, yep. you know. So not everybody's wife hunts or girlfriend hunts, but right. the guys do. Or sometimes it's vice versa, too, yeah. you know. So, I mean, yeah. if they don't hunt, cool. They're like, hey, I'm going to give you my points. And 
you go yeah, it's fully transferable so too. Like, that, that's awesome. <clears throat> it's a game changer for that. Yeah, you can give it to your friends, so, give it to their their friends' mamas, I mean, yep. anybody. So I mean, and it's big in the outdoor. I mean, you're going to see what products really work, what products are being pushed the most, and right. you know, it brings a lot of exposure. Yeah, and absolutely. In this industry, you know, as good as anybody, exposures that's, everything. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's why you know the South, you know, Southeastern Bowhunter podcast that I'm running, uh, or that I'm part of. Uh, that's what we're here for: is the exposure side of it, to get our toes into the industry. Yep. And you know, it's just this company here. You know, we're on the consumer side of it. You know, we get the points for buying the product. We're already buying anyways. Yep. So to be able to have a chance to be able to go on all these hunts and stuff like that it was just well, like amazing. you said, you're already buying the product and everything else with it already. Right. So why not? get the points to it too exactly. you know, get an added bonus to it be like hey exactly. you know, I'm buying this product I'm getting X amount of points and right. hey you know what the hunt comes up and if I got the points I'm going to bid on it and Right. You know, it's it's a way to reward yourself for doing what you love to do. Oh, it's opinion. never ending either. Yep. You know, they're they're talking about the other things. Uh, you know, with like the uh, the drive coin. Right. You know, just driving somewhere, you can get as long as you're in the app, you can get points for it exactly. that way. So back to what I was talking about, technology being a good thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is great. <laughs> yeah. And I did talk to, I did tell Steve. I was like, hey. Uh, I was like, I love what you're doing. Like, you know, driving, you get the drive coin, you get, you know, the thrill coin and all that other stuff. But I'm like, you're getting people on their phones again, you know? So, I mean, it's just, it's always that catch 22. Right. But sadly, in today's yeah. world, I mean, everything's yeah. driven off your phone. Yeah. So, everybody's on yeah. it. I mean, I can look right now and there's five different people oh, yeah. standing around us right now on their phones. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah. If, you know, and what he's doing, I think he's doing something really great. And what I like about it is giving the, the hunting industry back to the small guys. That's what I love. That's what brought me on is that yep. aspect of it right there. Yep. Not everybody can afford to go yep. spend $6,000 on a whitetail hunt. You know, and that's I'd be divorced. So. So. <laughs> I'd be I divorced if I did. Well, yeah. I'm, I am divorced. So. Okay. <laughs> Was it from a hunt? No. <laughs> well, kind of. Oh, God. We won't get into that right now. <laughs> no, that's another podcast. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that one later. But it's it's really awesome what they're doing. Right. And, I mean, the fact that they're they're not just going for outdoor um, consumer stuff, yes. too. And, you know, it's not yes. just for hunting. It's everything. Yeah, it's so. fishing, boating, I mean, anything outdoor yep. related. You know, you're just going to Academy Sports and buying a shirt. I mean, you can get points for it. Yep. So that's that's really incredible. So yeah. they're doing great things. They're going to get big, yeah. and I'm glad to be on the on the ground with them when they first started. I mean, we were one of the yeah. first people they talked to that's last awesome. year at the show. And that's awesome. We've seen them again in Harrisburg. Okay. They were on the other aisle from us. And okay. I brought them everybody. I brought them all my sponsors. That's um, awesome. All our partners and everything, and they were like, absolutely. So why not? All right. Yeah. And if they drive more people to them, you know, and it all goes to that, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And more people to them equals more people to you, and it all works around. And, you know, and sadly, with society and community and everything now, that's becoming a lost art is, hey, you know, it's like everybody's looking out for number one now. Yeah. But me, I'll give you the shirt off my back if oh, you yeah. need it. 
Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I'm always there for anybody. Right. So right. I don't try to – one of the guys over here, one of the vendors that I've known now for four years now, mm-hmm. they're great guys. And they do the food. They got the seasoning and everything. Oh, yeah, I did see them. I did see them. They're great. And he's like, dude, you're the same every day. He's like, you're really? yourself every day. I'm like, that's, that's how good. you should be. That's you good. Know? I was like, I'm not going to try to be fake and be like, right. you know, I'm like, I'm me. Right. You know, if somebody right. don't like me, sorry. Yeah, you know, I want you to scratch my back just because I got a 200-inch deer. No, I'm going to scratch your back if you got a spike just yep. because it's hey man awesome <laughs> you see what makes you happy exactly um last year was the first year i trophy hunting i've okay. always been a meat hunter yeah like <clears throat> right now we're getting ready i got deprivation tags in indiana so when i leave here tonight i'm headed to indiana oh wow in indiana for three four days Ooh, you better so, get some sleep so I'm gonna, <laughs> it ain't but a five hour drive from here but yeah. i'm like you know what go up there kill a few deer hopefully he can kill one you know my little guy yep. so that's what it's about. You know, we go up there, we hunt for meat, but every animal we drop is a trophy. Even yes. if we don't drop one, yes. it's still a trophy. Yes. You know, it's... it's The camaraderie of the hunt is what needs to come back to this industry. Exactly. I met some of my best friends hunting. One guy, funny story, and you know, how we talk about everything. It's like, I was stationed, you know, I'm retired military. I was stationed in Tucson, Arizona, and the first year I was there, dove hunt. That we never hunted there but i'm like dove season's coming in so i'm like let's go see if we can find some birds yeah. and a friend of mine was like hey you know we've hunted over here before right so we went over there and we didn't pop off the first shot <laughs> and then this guy his uh son or not his son but his uh nephew and them they came by okay. and i'm like all right well they were like hey we ain't seen anything either they're like we got another few spots we're going to hit you guys are more than welcome to go with us well my buddy we was driving his truck, and he had a PETA sticker on the back of his truck. Oh, Lord. And it stands for People Eating Tasty Animals. <laughs> I like so that. So we I get like out that. on the main road, and he, like, calls around us, blocks the road, gets out. He's pulling out. You know, he gets out with a pistol. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, like I'm reaching for mine. I'm like, he's right. like, just sit right, right what's there. What's going on? And he walked around, and he read the sticker, and he turned around. He's like, man, he goes, I just invited y'all to come hunting with me, and I seen a PETA sticker oh, on the back of your truck. Oh, Lord. Dude, we became best friends best after friends. that. It was yeah. awesome. But That's we awesome. tell that story all the time. We still keep in touch with each yeah. other. He still That's lives good. out there in Tucson. Yeah. But um, great guy. And, I mean, we talk about that. We got a honey hole out here. You know yeah. I mean? We take 12 to 14 guys out to this place. And it's all public ground. No, oh, nice. But we got a hunting honey hole out there. Literally, within an hour, hour and a half, we're all limited out. And they wow. don't eat dove. Wow. So they give me all their doves. And I'm like... Holy crap. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> yeah. So, but that's the thing is the camaraderie, the, you know, the connections that you make, you know. And one of the things I love to do with FTO is the networking. Yes. I love talking to people love. and networking. It's just love. like the guys over there with the seasonings. I was mm-hmm. bringing people to them. I'm like, dude, y'all got to Come try. check and this out. Like, they're like, dude, thank you. Like, and that's what I love to do. You know, if I right. like what you got, I'm going to promote it. Yeah, absolutely. Even, even if it don't make me anything, I'm still yeah. going to tell people, hey, yeah. I really believe and I really like their stuff. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then when they do, they're like, wow. Yeah, because if, it's, if you find something you truly believe in, you're not worried about the kickback you get for yourself. Yep. It's just, I like that product. Yep. I'm going to talk about that product. Yep. And I, yeah. I love it. So, I mean, we've been here four years now. And 
I don't buy food anymore because they'll, they'll, they're like, man, they're like, they, they, you know you're set. they bring yeah. me a steak and yeah. chicken breast and everything else. And they're like, hey, let me know when you're ready yeah. to eat. We'll throw it on for you. And I'm yeah. like, awesome. And then the Done. chili guy's the same way. So yeah. it's like, yeah. I love that, you know, and you always meet that, you know, you always had that camaraderie. People come look for you. And then, you know what? You start bringing people to them, they start sending people to you. And right. it's just, that's how you grow. It's right. how you start making things happen. You know, <clears throat> dedication and determination and a passion is what you need to make it successful. And I think we're getting there. And like I said, I'm very proud of my son for what he's doing. I mean, he's running around here pimping it out, man. So, <laughs> that's awesome. Dude, that's great. That's awesome. So it's well, been a great. Well, make great, sure you tell time. him to get Dad some more camo. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's a trip, and he he loves the outdoors, and he's at that age now where we can have some heart to hearts and I straight up told him I'm like it's what I'm growing at the O4 is for you and your brother I'm looking forward to that my, my, my two kids are still young so my, my oldest is 11 so I'm, I'm getting getting there to that age and I'm looking forward to it yep. so it's it's a great thing and the fact that they love it and I don't have to like push them to it yeah. they just naturally they love it and that that in itself is a victory. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. I'd much rather see them in here, and I'd much rather spend money on them in here than, yep. hey, you know, can you buy me a video game or can you get right. me a car? Like, right. Like, yeah, I need another iPad. Yeah, it's yeah. like, they, yeah. they they handle it and they do very well. And like I said, that was one of the founding pillars for FTO was get off the phones and everything. Yep. And I don't want to be a product pusher all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got a lot of people in this industry that push product. Now, we do push product. Right. But I don't want that to be the only thing we do. I want right. people to see us having fun, doing what we love to do. And then mm -hmm. when they see that, they see our products that yeah. are, you know, our sponsors and stuff like that. And they're like, hey, how are these guys, you know, seeing the animals that they're seeing? Or, mm -hmm. you know, how do they get out here and do this? You know, what makes this special? You know, yeah, what like, makes FTO stand out from anybody yeah. else? So yeah. that's what I like. And it's, it's getting there. You know, that's awesome. we're trying to revamp. You know, we just revamped everything uh, January of this year. Um, we're starting to do some transitions. And mm -hmm. The best part about it is being part of Thrill Outdoors too. You know, they were they were some of our factors of like, hey, you know, we're doing this. How's this going? Big to, how's this going to come it, together? Yeah. So yeah, it's been a great time, and you know, Steve and the Thrill Outdoors crew is great, yeah. and they got. I love the. I love the vision behind it. Yeah, I, I've been with them for about six months now, and I, everything I've seen so far, there's not one thing I'd turn away from it. Nope. It's, they're doing awesome stuff. They do. And doing. giving it back to the average Joe is, that's huge. Yep, you it know? is. Because, I mean, the outdoor industry is huge. Absolutely. A lot bigger than me and you. Yep. So, outdoor industry is great, but the fact that we can give it to the everyday guys, yeah, that's that means something. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I love it. I look forward yep. to working with them and growing with them too. So. Yep. Well, same here. Well, good luck, man. Well, I appreciate it. Yep. <clears throat> Thank you very yes, much, sir. and uh, we'll see you guys oh, again yeah. shortly. Oh yeah, we'll definitely see each we'll, other. We'll be out there too. All right, guys. We got my buddy Joe Miles here from ICO Gear, the best camo in the industry. Dude, what's going on? How's the show been for you guys today? It's been good, man. You know, this is our first time in Alabama, and uh, I've really enjoyed it. You know, being a southern company out of South Carolina, it's a real good fit, great people, and we've had a good time. Awesome, man. Yeah, I, 
You know, my main goal today, aside from helping these guys out at uh, UAO and um, Thrilly Outdoors, has really been just to come see you guys, hang out with y'all. We came to see you guys this morning, and I, man, I'm telling you what, this place has been, it's my first show ever. So it has been just overwhelming. Like, we got to see the Seek One guys. We got to see y'all. Hannah Barron's out there somewhere. She sure is. Yeah, she's somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where. But, yeah, man, it's it's been great. So, like, I guess really what what has been going on with Osseo? You and I talked, what, two weeks ago about some new products that are coming out. Yep. For the people that maybe didn't listen to that episode of the podcast or maybe aren't really following, what's new with Osseo this year? Yeah, so this year we've got, I think, it's seven new pieces coming We've got a late season vest. It's really, really good. It's gonna, you're going to be able to wear a lot, I guess, thinner stuff on your arms to stay real compact as a bow hunter. Gotcha. And then you've got 180 grams of core warmth on mm-hmm. top of that. So that vest is coming. We've got a hand muff coming. We've got two layers, two different sizes of base layers, a thin layer and a thick layer. We've got a new backpack. We've, we've sold out of our backpacks the last three years, and so we've got a bunch of backpacks coming. Yeah. So that's that's really what we've got coming this year. We've got a non-metallic belt. Uh, it's a unique thing that yeah. I actually learned from some military guys. It's pretty cool. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, excited about that. Well, I know where I'm getting my new belt from. <laughs> Easy day. Yeah, man. I'm very excited to see, like, what comes from, you know, what you guys are doing and what happens this season, you know, using Osseo because I've always been using, like, you know, the Walmart brand stuff. And it works, but y'all stuff, and I said it in our episode we did, about what was it, about the, about a month ago? Yeah, yep. Yeah. The camo pattern is so different than what's out there. And when I say it's, you know, in my opinion, the best out there, I, I mean it because it it's just different. It's based off of the uh, a predator pattern. Yeah. And there's nothing else out there like that. Well, that's, you know, that's really what, what we thought, that, that camo over the years had, had been kind of over-engineered and made more for people. And, and we just took it back to, to really an ambush predator type camouflage pattern that yep. is different. And it really does blend in. I mean, we just stole the pattern from nature. And, yeah. you know, you hear a lot of guys say, do you need camo to, to kill a deer? And, 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 of course, you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, guys have been killing killing deer without camo for years and yeah. years and years. But if you look at nature, every single ambush predator in nature is camouflaged. And yep. there's a reason why they have camouflage. It gives you a slight advantage. Oh, yeah. So if you're going to wear good quality clothing, you know, why would you not have camouflage? I completely agree, man. And, I mean, you know, like you said, you look at the predators. And we. what's funny is we talk about this on our podcast. So y'all go check that out. But the cool thing is, you know, it. a lot of people will, will look at it and be like, oh, it's just a trick. It's not. Look at look at nature. Like yeah, yeah, you just look, said, right. you get some of the best predators out there, and then you've got a camo pattern made after it. It's a no-brainer in my eyes. Yeah. You know. So, man, I uh, I can't wait. I really can't wait. You know, It'll I'm happy be here to. We know it, man. I, I know. JD tells me about it all the time. He's like 47 days, and I'm like, bro, chill. I have so much stuff to do still. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you need to calm down. And yours is coming up sooner. What August is your... 15th. So we're 20. Oh my days goodness. Away. Yeah. Dude, I'm so excited for that. So. You just got back from Africa. Yep. Why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, I, you know, I took my son over there. I, I worked in Africa for seven years before I got married. Oh wow! And um, love that. it over there. Got a lot of buddies, and I, I took him over. And I really, I, I've been shooting, testing a lot of different broadheads, and I love that Rage Tripan. Oh yeah. I, I know a, you do. <laughs> a, yeah, I had a, a few little minor issues with it starting in the beginning of the year, and. And so I wanted to shoot some big stuff and see how it performed. And, and in the end, it performed very well. We didn't have an animal go over 70 yards. And shot some big stuff, shot some kudu, shot some sable. 
and um, got to got to test it on some big bone stuff, and that head is still performing really well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, man. You know, I, before before you and I even got on the podcast uh, about a month ago, I wasn't a huge fan of Rage, but I'd watched your videos and all of that, and you've kind of convinced me now to at least give it a shot and yeah. try it because. I mean, why not, man? You know, it, even if even if it doesn't work out well for me with my setup, that doesn't mean obviously with you it works fantastic. I've seen the deer you killed. I know what happens, and you've done you know on your YouTube channel, which I believe is Joe Miles Hunting. That's right. Yep. Go check that out. Um, he has some great test videos. We're actually me and JD were talking earlier about doing a test video, kind of like you did with the whole Jello and and yeah, cardboard. Yeah, I, or not I recommend cardboard. everybody doing that, man. Yeah. I've actually got a little video on the mold we built. Really? Yeah, it's, okay, it's I need to watch exactly that. how we constructed the mold we have. It, it is a consistent medium, and you can get all the broadheads you want to test and fling them through there and see how they do. I mean, that's the only way you learn. Yeah, is to test the stuff. And there, there's so much misinformation out there nowadays. I mean, if you want to get in the nitty gritty of how a broadhead performs, man, build one of these molds in your backyard and to shoot and, it and shoot it with the different heads, and you'll see the performance. Yeah. Man, look, I, I could sit here for hours talking with you about this stuff. I cannot thank you enough for coming over here and hanging out at the Thrill the Outdoors. Absolutely. Thrill the well, Outdoors I appreciate y'all having me, and best of luck. What, what a great business model and a great thing you guys have got going. Going to help a ton of people. And oh, yeah. I appreciate uh, you know the opportunity to sit down and talk with you. Yeah, man, for sure. And we need to get you back on the podcast soon. Sounds it's got to happen. Let's do it. Awesome, buddy. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. We've got Jim here, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about uh, Thrill the Outdoors and Obsession and... I hear you're a new dealer for the Special Bows, so yes, yes, do a little yes. bit talking about it. So, I guess the, the, the key to the whole thing is Thrill Outdoors. Yeah. Being able to have a product, uh, have a shop that I can drive business without having to give a, dip, a deep discount on equipment and use uh, Thrill Outdoors points to drive the people to what I kind of want them to buy. Okay. So a great thing about Thrill the Outdoors is giving the common hunter a way to not spend money and be able to go do these things that otherwise would cost just a lot of money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, and especially in these times, you know, everybody's wanting to save a dollar. I'm included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all are. <laughs> so that first and foremost for a dealer, uh, also for... Uh, the company that I that I, the companies that I use that I represent, mm-hmm. and so along with the companies that we represent, uh, they're able to give big game bucks and not do a deep discount. Usually, usually you know when you're a dealer, they'll give you, you know, you're going to play pay a, a certain price above cost. Right. All right. So right. they're able to tack on big game bucks that I can give to the customer along with my store's big game bucks that I can give to the customer. So oh, it just makes it more Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Right. So, right. so uh, Thrill of the Outdoors is really going to change the game on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Obsession Boat Company, uh, I know the background of Obsession. Uh, I could probably be considered a bow uh, woman of the night, so to speak. Right. <laughs> I've shot yeah. about every brand there is. And, okay. And, uh, I've watched Obsession. They, they got real big and went through some hard times. And, and so they're in Georgia and so are we. And uh, so Joel reached out to me and he we know each other. And he says, hey, man, would you be a dealer from North Georgia? And so the beautiful thing about Obsession, one, they make great bows. Uh, their speeds are up there with everybody else. Yeah. 
I've seen archery, some of their numbers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Archery seems to be, and I know for me, it's a personal sport. Mm -hmm. You know, there's certain things that I use that nobody else will use, but I have a reason that I use them. Yep. Just like, you know, when I was young, I was always taught to go in the woods with a flashlight. Well, after my flashlight not having batteries, I realized I may need two flashlights. Hence <laughs> <laughs> why everybody that hunts with me is like, man, good, you carry a lot of stuff, Will. Well, just think of it, you never know. It comes from school of hard knocks, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, the Obsession Bow Company allows you to personalize that bow. You can, you can do any camo color on the market. Wow. You can even do some of the, uh, I think it's veil camos. Yep. You can do uh, any of the cryptic camos. The cooey camos. Cooey camos. Nice. Uh, Sitka. Uh, any kind of camo. Certain other brands I've noticed will lock you in to a certain color, and that's it. That's right. And so I've noticed there's certain bow companies now on making them a little more personalized yeah. by giving you more options. Yeah. So with that, uh, Obsession offers three different cam colors. A lot of custom companies just offer yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. They also offer any string color combination. So if you want your string to match your bows, they know the codes in that string. They use threads, string code. They make the strings, they're pre-strings, they're quality strings. And so it's a custom string on a brand new bow. It's not, I bought bows to the strings right off. Right. Right. This company, you don't have to. Yeah. So, you know, when you say what's the cost and all that, well, you're getting a custom bow along with a set of custom strings. Yeah. Which usually that's an after price. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And so, it's not their line of custom. It's your custom. That's right. That you want it. That's right. Yeah. So, I know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little different. I try to be pretty everywhere I go. Okay. I know it don't work. Most of the well. Time. I usually mess uh, it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I want it, it, archery is so personal that I mean you can do different grip pieces, different colors on the grip pieces. Uh, the limbs can be one color; they can be black, white, yellow, green, red, a different color that matches the camo. Wow. Uh, they even got a carbon. You can make it look like it's all carbon. Okay. I mean, there is a unbelievable amount of choices right. with obsession. Right. Uh, they run a two-track cam system. Uh, one of the things early on in archery, uh, they started making bows draw length specific. Mm -hmm. That means if I go, yep. if I'm a, a six-foot archer and I shoot a 29-inch draw, I got to buy a 29-inch draw bow. Yep. I started in this sport where there was multiple draw lengths. Mm -hmm. Then it went to specific cam, specific right. draw lengths. You might have started back with the overdraw. Brother, I started with the overdraw about six inches yep. long, yep. 22 13s with feathers, oh, yeah. shooting 96 pounds, shooting a blistering 265 feet a second. Woo, I'm talking boy. about smoking, so it sounded like a Volkswagen boy when you shot that. So, I remember shooting indoor tournaments on 96 pounds. Wow. So, coming from that era, right. uh, I started archery hunting when I was 13 and really got heavy into it in 84 to 88. And in right. those eras, it was as much as you could pull, as hard as you could pull it, rip it and rip it. There you go. You know, yeah. range finders was not even a thing. So, the faster your bow was, the less you had to judge yardage. Wow. So, it was wow. like all you could rip 
and just give her heck. Wow. So, uh, which made you a pretty good bow mechanic because something was usually going to come loose, rattle yep. loose, make noise and stuff like that. But with the adjustable draw links in the cams, I'm so glad we're headed back that way. Yeah. Because you know as well as I do, you're not going to keep your bow forever. No. So no. when you get to that point as an archer, just like buying a new car, when you pull it off the lot, you lose money. Mm -hmm. Well, what I have seen with bows that have adjustable draw links, you don't have to you take a big hit. No, you don't. You don't. And you don't have to find somebody that's your draw link. Yep. Uh, I've got a bow in the, in the shop now. Uh, the guy wanted to buy a set of cams because there was a season that Obsession did specific drawings. Right. He had to pay, you know, cost of them was $265. That's for a set of cams, and that's probably across the board. Wow. That, you know, I want this bow to fit me. Right. And so I got to bite the bullet and buy a whole set of cams. Yep. Well, with the two-track cam system and the cam system they have on there, it's adjustable draw length. You also can tweak your let off a little bit. Okay. So it comes 90% let off. Comes with 90? Yep. Wow. It's 90, and you bust it down to about 80. So wow. you can fudge it. Yeah. And also, uh, they have a double draw stop system on here. So when you pull it back, it has a wall like you hit a wall. Yeah. Bam. So you've, no got, you've got the cable stop and the limb stop? Yes, sir. Nice. Yes, sir. So uh, Obsession bows, I, I, I'm truly pleased with them. The wow. company, uh, Joel uh, and Mr. Dennis, they, they, they're, in my opinion, they're good people. You said you're up in North Georgia. Where, where are you at? Where'd you... I'm in Dahlonega, Georgia. Okay. Uh, and my shop is uh, a little different than most shops. Okay. I do sell the Obsession bows. There's so many sites. There's so many risks. There's so many little tweaks and stuff. Yeah. I let the I let the person that's buying the bow get your site. If you need some help, I'll help you. Mm -hmm. We'll order them, get them in. I set up the bow, and it is more of a tuning than it is just yeah. setting it up and walk off. Yeah. Uh, just so happens I have 25 3D targets. I've got an archer range zero to 60, uh, paper tuning, all that kind of stuff, and I really get down to making it personal instead of it being. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I, that's some of the worst experience I've ever had going to a bow shop is I want that bow set up this way. Okay, just cutting paper here, you go, done. It, no. And then tell me and just, just BS you know, with me. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I mean, I've worked at bow shops before that we would sell more bows the week before hunting season yep. than you would any time. And knowing when you give that person across the counter the bow that he wanted, he's going to win the first three things that come out. Yeah. And, and I'm all for harvesting that game. Yes. They are great table fare, and they're pretty to look at on the wall. Yeah. But to wound an animal, that don't do the animal justice. No. And do I make the greatest shot of every time? No, I don't. No, we're but humans. I try my best to. Exactly. For the animal. Exactly. So. Exactly. Well, cool deal. Well hey guys, this is JD with Southeastern Bow Hunter Podcast. Just want to let you know I can save you a little bit of money if you go on to nosedownsense.com and type in the promo code SEBH15, Southeastern Bow Hunter. 15 SEBH 15. That'll get you 15% off on all the products they have across the whole site. Y'all go make sure you check them out. Amazing products, great cover scents, and great application scents for those big old scripts you're trying to work on. Also, after you get that game, you can go ahead and season it up with some of their seasonings and dry rubs they have. Go give them a check. Cool deal. Well, I appreciate having you. Yeah, man, it's so, been great. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Thanks. All right, guys. We got John from JX3 Outdoors, and I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I don't know anything about saddles, so he's gonna be here to help me out with that. I got a lot to learn. What's going on, man? Hey, everything's good. Had a good show. 
Awesome. Still yeah, the show's fun. out here been fantastic. Uh, so we're kind of a little bit different than the, what everybody's traditional saddle market is. Uh, our product's more like a hybrid in between a regular deer stand and a soft saddle. Mm-hmm. It's the same concept. Yeah. It does all the same thing. But basically we're known for comfort. Um, saddle been around for 30 years. Now it's just getting mainstream. So. Yeah. Um, we just continue to build products that fits our style of hunting and needs, and it seems to resonate with our customer base. So. Yeah, man. I mean, I actually was watching y'all do a little demonstration over there. I see a guy right now <laughs> sitting in one, and it looks comfy. It looks very yeah, comfy. It's really comfy. And that's, that's kind of a side benefit of it from the original design. Yeah. That it ends up being really comfortable, but it's, it's really functional and can get you in the spots you need to be. Yeah. So it kind of gets you out of that norm of hunting those pole type trees, pushing on, on the edge where you really need to be in those small, irregular trees. Yeah. Just because it's just building. Typically, that's where they're doing things. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I have hunted out of, you know, climbers and hang-ons and all that other stuff, and I know the saddle craze has been going on for the past few years, really. Um, and I've honestly been looking at getting into a saddle. Uh, I'll be honest, I am scared of heights. <laughs> but I, looking at it, it looks like something that could probably help with that just because of how secure it looks and how comfortable it looks. I noticed there's a bow holder on there, too, which I don't think I've ever seen on any other saddle system. Yeah. So, like, where did the idea for that come from? Well, it's just from functionality and have all your stuff in hand length. So when we start making those moves, mm-hmm. all I got to do is reach down and grab my bow instead of having to pull it off a hanger or yeah. break that concentration between me and the deer. Um, so it's just another one of those things in the design that it worked out. So you could add that feature and have that really accessible. Um, just like with our pack system and stuff, everything, you own a hard pack frame, so it's easy to reach back and grab this and somewhere to put it. Yeah. So you always attach to wherever you go, everything with you. So you're not, it's not a disconnect, it ain't on the tree or, you know, so it kind of lends itself to add accessories and yeah. stuff like that to it. And that, I mean, that would be big in the woods, man, because, like, whenever I pack my stuff in, I've always got my, you know, climber on my back and my backpack under the climber and then a bunch of things in my pockets, yep. you know? And it's just, like, seeing the design that you guys have, honestly, I, I should have came over there and talked to you all sooner. I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I just, yeah, but oh, yeah, no, I'm going to come uh, over there. Like I'm definitely coming. Just from experience of hunting, you, know, you want things in the same place. You want to be able to get this rhythm of... When I reach for something that's in the same spot yep. every time, it's easy to get to. It's repeatability. So everything goes smooth yep. on your climb, descent, while you're hunting, walking in, walking out. Everything is fun. So it ain't nothing more frustrating than hunting for something that ain't there and you can't get it. It's in this pocket or down in the bottom of your backpack. You know, so what that kind of throws you off your game right up front you know, yeah you get there you're frustrated you're always sweating you're trying to figure this out and then mentally you're not in the game oh yeah i've had so many a time like that little things like that 
can ruin your hunt. Because as we all know, it, it comes down to 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. You've been able to make the shot and everything work itself out, or it may be a blown hunt for the whole year. Yeah. I've had a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. So anything we could always do to just kind of make a seamless, smooth setup to accessibility of everything that you need while you're hunting, it just it just minimizes those potential problems and things that you end up happening to ruin your hunt. Gotcha. So how long has JX3 Outdoors been around? So we've been a bit as... It'd be five years okay. this spring. Yep. So nice. it grew pretty slow, just to, intentionally, just to make sure we had all the designs down and all the R and D done, proven out, validated. Yeah. You know, before we started putting them in our manufacturing. Yeah, I mean the manufacturing stuff, dude. It's not a complex system. There's a lot going on. And if you miss something, then you start ordering thousands of them at a time. Yeah. If you miss something, you're in a problem. Yep. Uh, now, is there like a specific thing with saddles like that, I guess, is, um, I'm trying to think, I guess like a safety thing. What, what makes it, because I have a buddy of mine that's big into saddles, and we were talking about a week ago. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I mean, I want to, I want to try it. I just don't know anything about it. What, what's the difference between, you know, just safety wise, like a hang on lock on saddle. And so, I mean, looking at it, it looks like you're really more secured to the tree, but would that be right? So, the, so our system is essentially a five point harness, just like your normal safety system. Is. Okay. So it's got shoulder crap. So it's tested as TMA approved yeah. setup, right? Whereas the saddle is kind of having to do some manipulation at the, the testing standards. And you don't have that traditional five point, but ours does. So it was easy to get the testing done and it all passed. But the biggest benefit is you always connect it to the tree, it's not a disconnect. Yeah. So generally, with a lock on or something, it's, it's hard to make that transition with your safety harness. Once you hang the stand, you got to move everything above the stand. Yep. Make that climb, step over in it, and that's generally where all that your problem arises. Fall. Yeah. Just transition over into your stand. Climber's a little bit different. I mean, you attach the climber's attached long as you use the safety belt. So it's, I guess you could say it was similar to a climbing stand. Yeah. We were always connected to the tree, but it's in this one, it's more mobile. Then you got a safety belt. Yeah. And it's a lot quieter too, because I mean, my climber, man, I love it. It's Summit Climber, it's fantastic. Um, but I had to get some self strips to quiet up the pins and stuff that's on it, and it's just, I, I love it, but a saddle, you know, I feel like might be the way to go for anyone that maybe has that problem with stuff being loud and, you know, and like you said, you're completely connected to the tree. So. so really, the benefit of a saddle hunt is it puts you in, it takes you out of those straight telephone pole style yeah. trees that are generally, if you're bow hunting, it puts you kind of out of the game. Yeah. As far as hunting that edge and that smaller stuff and those travel corridors and transitions and places they spend most of their daylight hours in. Yeah. Is that smaller, brushy stuff, edge, and it's just hard to force a climb. Yeah. Gun hunting, you got that advantage of having that distance. Oh, yeah. So you, 
I mean, it, it worked out. So. Yeah. And, and typically here in the south, you got a lot of straight trees. So climate makes a lot of sense, you know, for a lot of situations. But sometimes it's those situations where you need to be closer and to get those for the boat. Yeah. And that's really where the saddle kind of hits that niche. And if you actually go out in the Midwest, in a lot of these states, every tree, every tree there is crooked. Oh, yeah. You might as well just leave the climb at the house and you're going to hunt in yeah. the state, right? So that's where another advantage it comes in. Gotcha. When you go out of state and hunt a place that doesn't have the trees like we do here in the south, or yeah. certain parts of the U.S. that have a lot of straight trees, that's where they shine. Yeah. I may have to make the switch, man, because honestly, at a lot of my spots, that's something that I always struggle with, is I have one or two trees that are straight enough, and everything else is is yeah. crooked, or it's too small, or it's got a bunch of limbs and stuff. Yeah, and I never let, I never, never liked the idea that the tree dictates where I hunt. Right? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I mean, want to be able to pick the tree that I need to be in. Yeah. And, no, we, and that really makes it, that really closes that gap up. Oh, for sure. Well, and the thing is, too, you can be more mobile. You know, I, I know plenty of guys. John Eberhardt's a perfect example. That dude will only hunt out of a uh, saddle. Yeah. You know, and he's adamant, too. He, he is. Oh, yeah. Well, look, man, thank you for coming over here and talking. I need to go make my trip over there and check it out. Yep. Um, I know we've got a lot of stuff going on here, and I, I honestly am very excited to get into it, really check it out. Yep. What we need to do, we need to get you on for a full-length podcast so we can just dive headfirst into it. Yep. So maybe we can make that work out. I don't know. Yep. Um, you know, I know you guys are super busy, but hopefully we can find the time. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Up and do it. Cool, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, come check it out, JX3 Outdoors. Um, if you're interested in saddle hunting, do it. Do it. With the comfort, guys. Oh, yeah. The comfort <laughs> is, I I can tell y'all, it's extremely comfortable. you got to try it out. Man, yep. thank you. All right, great. Appreciate it. Nice, nice meeting you. You too, man. Thank y'all. <laughs> I didn't grow up down up there, wherever. Where are you from? Uh, right, right outside of Chicago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Good? Yeah. All right, guys. We got my boy Chris from... Crap. Brain fart. Camo Hey, Scott. Scrap, scrap that. Sorry. Dude, yeah, my brain went just now. So he can edit it out. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Chris, that's not nobody here. Camo. You're probably done. Camo. How many of them you done? So tired. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right, guys. We got my boy Chris from Camo Dust here. If you haven't heard about it, go check it out. I'm super excited about this product, man. I've heard about it a few times from a few other podcasts, and I've always wanted to try it. So we are going to try it out this year. But Chris is here to tell us all about it. So, Chris, what's going on, man? Man, just having a show. Just, oh, yeah. Uh, here in Birmingham, uh, putting the word out there about Camo Dust. Yes, so sir. it's uh, the only dry scent eliminator on the market. It's a... Uh, pretty simple to do you just open the can pull the sock out the sock comes preloaded with the sock comes in the can preloaded with the dust all you have to do is pull it out powder down your clothes powder down the front back you can use it as a wind checker and as it sits there we put that dirt through a patented process to where when your human scent molecule which is moisture flows through your clothes it's going to latch onto that dry dirt and then uh, our patented process neutralizes and eliminates the human scent. It oh. takes the molecule and breaks it apart before it ever forms an odor that's offensive to gang. So what you're saying is when I'm sitting in my tree stand in my osseo gear and I start sweating because Lord knows it's hot as hate yep. down here, yep. it's going to stop all that. Absolutely. It actually awesome. feel like it's drying you out, cooling you off. It'll, it'll, wow. I'm not saying it's an air conditioner, but what well. it does is it soaks up the moisture so you're going to feel cooler. Gotcha. You know, and then it's going to eliminate that scent that's there. So. That's so cool. Yeah, yep. I, I've always been one to use, like, you know, the spray-on stuff and, like, 
not going to name any brands because, you know, they're all basically the same to me, but <laughs> I've used a lot of the spray-on stuff, and I've had some success with it, but I've also got busted. And we were talking earlier yeah. about deer will remember a scent, and there's a lot of companies out there and a lot of, you know, sprays and stuff that have a specific scent to them. And if you've got that five, six, seven-year-old deer, right. picks you off and he smells you, He's going to remember He's going to associate that yeah. scent with, so with you guys, with danger. It's, it's completely scent-free. Right? right. We're unscented. We're not a masking agent or a uh, cover scent. It's a, The name of the game is to be scent-free. I mean, we, we spend hundreds of dollars on a, a camouflage outfit to, to beat their eyes. Yeah. You know, you get real still, but but you want, you've got to beat that nose. Yeah. You know, you so every chance you can and get you, Yeah, you don't want to ever. I, I just think scent-free completely. If you're invisible to the deer and he never knows you're there, He's going to do whatever it takes. You know, he's just going to be a deer, do yeah. deer things. And then you take, you know, you just give the deer the win, let him do deer things. You hunt him and then put him put him in the back of the truck Man, and on the wall. What, there's been a lot of times I've been so frustrated because I have nothing going on that weekend and I'm ready to go hunt. I check the wind and I'm like, nope, yeah. can't do it. Ain't going to work. Yeah. So I think, you know, I'm very excited to use this stuff. I'm going to go grab some once we finish up here. Absolutely. Uh, JD wants me to go get him one. I guess I will. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. So I mean, what else is what else is uh, kind of happening with you guys? I know that you know Clifton Denny came up, mm-hmm. had an interview with JD. I'm sure these guys will see it. Yeah. Um, what what kind of is in the works for y'all? So we heard about it on podcasts. Yeah. And, and I've seen it. I went to the website. I just never pulled the trigger for whatever reason. And I just it's, I'm just it, curious what's happening. Well, it's one of those deals. I, I guys are a little skeptical about the scent game. But once their buddies tell them it works or, you know, a guy that you trust or somebody that you. So we're, we're looking at getting it in every bow shop in the nation or, oh, yeah. you know, any mom and pop store that wants to carry it. Give me a call. Send me an email. Camodust.com. You can email us there and then I will I will do whatever it takes to get it in. You know, get a get a case set up so the guys can get it in their hands. They don't have to pay the, yeah. the shipping. It's uh, like suggested retail is fourteen ninety nine. Okay. Uh, in stores, uh, we're in Walmart on Walmart.com. No way. Uh, twenty twenty four, we should be in Walmart stores. So uh, you can walk in your local Walmart, get it. Uh, definitely get on Walmart.com and order a can, and it'll get shipped. Uh, it's usually same day. Uh, so yeah. So. So you're saying a, if I don't want to go through Walmart, all I gotta do is call you and say, "Hey man, I need some," and you'll drive you, for three hours to my house. No, absolutely <laughs> not. But I will. But if you order, if you get on Camodust.com yeah. and order before 2 p.m., it's same day shipping. Wow. So okay. yeah, we're we're pretty customer service is uh, number one. Uh, you know that I, I people think I'm absolutely nuts. They look at me when I'm crazy when I say you were talking earlier about. You know, you want to hunt that stand, yeah. but the wind's not right. Yeah. Man, get a can of camo dust, powder your clothes down. Treat. You know, I don't want you, like, putting your hunting clothes on and going to the chicken shack and yeah. going to the gas station and doing that. But if you take the proper precautions to be as scent-free as you can, when you powder down with camo dust, don't use anything else. Trust the dust and then powder down and go. I want you to go hunt your best buck on any day you want to hunt. You Weekend warriors only get two days. We can't wait on a perfect win go kill that deer go kill your biggest buck before your neighbor does you know so man that's uh, that's crazy because i I hear a lot of people say you know there's nothing out there that'll get you sent free but what it sounds like y'all have done the science uh, looked into it you've actually figured out a way to maybe it's not a hundred percent i don't know if it is but i I don't nothing we're not going to say anything's a hundred percent but if that deer smell and i'll tell you guys that have you know Clifton has 14 Pope and Young on the wall. 
he'll tell you he's a prime example. He'll say, hey, if that deer smells you, he's going to think you're 300 yards when you're 30 at full draw. Yep. And that's all you need to do. It takes the fear and flight completely out of the animal. Yeah. They they might smell you. They might smell a human. But it's kind of like those guys that, that uh, are in the woods every day on, uh, I, I'm not going to call them a preserve. You got outfitters that feed every day, right? Well, the guys that do all the work, their scent is on those feeders, around those feeders. Those guys can go sit in the deer stand and and hunt, and those deer never spook because they're used to that scent. Yeah. It's not danger to them. Oh, yeah. But you and I go out there, and that's danger. We're taking that danger completely out of the game. Yep. We're changing. It's changing the game. I mean, it's once everybody figures out how well it works, uh, it's and it's not wet. It's not. Yeah, you're not like freezing that. to death. You know. I don't want to put. I'm not not saying anything negative about sprays, but I don't. My 11-year-old son, my 15-year-old daughter, they wouldn't go with me if I had to spray them down to be yeah. successful. So, you know, and it and it's so it's cheap enough to where everybody gets their own sock. Yeah. They feel like they're part of the game. You know, uh, they pull their sock out, they dust down. We get each other's back. You know, yeah. make sure every everywhere's covered. You know, and it just it makes it fun for the for the kids too. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a seven year old daughter, and I've taken her out with me a few times, and we've we've actually I was telling my niece yesterday, she was like, "When can I go hunting with you?" I'm like, "Well, let's it's in two months for us. Let's just wait a little <laughs> bit. Let's let it get a little colder because yeah. right now it's hot." And I got to thinking just now when you were saying, you know, the whole spray and being wet and stuff. I'm like, man, if I spray her down and it's 40 degrees outside, yep. she's going to be cold. I'm like, why Which, are we doing this? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I've been that way, man. I remember yep. last season I was sitting in my ground blind and sprayed down and all this stuff and it was like 30 degrees out. Mm-hmm. And I, my, everything's wet and I'm just like, oh, well, God. Or if you go way was, north, you have to worry about it freezing. So, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not, I, I just experienced from what guys have told me. Yep. They have trouble with their bottle spraying. It's just an alternative. It's another tool. Yeah. I think it's, it's really the only tool I use, the only tool Clifton uses, and uh, and we're really successful uh, seeing a lot of deer. The guys that are using it, you know, that we met last year, uh, I'll make a Facebook post, follow Camo Dust on Facebook, because I've had seven or eight guys come through that had said, hey, I used it. They didn't send me a picture last yeah. year, but they come through and they're successful, so I've asked them to send me. So if I get those pictures, yeah. I'll, uh, you know, they're supposed to send them to me on Messenger. I'll make a little post about, you know, this is the success these guys have had. You know, and they trusted it, and yeah. then they went out. They saw more deer. Uh, there's a fellow over here. I, he took a can, and he said, hey, it was the best deer I've ever had in my life. Saw more deer than I ever have, and he's like 58 years old. So, wow. you know, it's just uh, – and that's North Carolina. He hunted Illinois. I think he hunted like three states that yeah. year or last year. And, uh, I mean, it's just thousands and thousands of stories that I could, from across the nation that it's working. It's worked all the way from Alaska to South Africa. I've got a, a fellow in South Africa that makes his clients uh, use it. and. Yeah. And then uh, it's been moose hunting in Alaska with with some success. So that's awesome. It's a uh, yeah. It's we're uh, we're gonna have to get you on the podcast full time. Yep. Get a full episode. Talk all about it because I want to hear a lot of those stories. And I mean, hopefully, man, I'll be able to send you a photo this season. Absolutely, with, I know with you. A will. Sock full of camo dust. <laughs> the only pressure's on you, man. It ain't on me. I know my stuff's gonna work. You just gotta squeeze it and, and, it. and hit the right spot, right? I'm used to it, man. <laughs> if, it ain't, if it ain't deer hunting, it's the family. If it ain't the family, it's work that's right. And all that. I mean, right. Pressures and everything. Well, you got a seven-year-old, so your pressure is getting her a deer. You got to get her first one. Yeah, I love it to death. But yeah. oh man. Well, you bait them in that first month. Can y'all bait where you're at? Oh yeah. Yeah. So bait them in, leave them alone, and then when it gets that that first 80-degree day, you just dust down. Let her have her own sock. She thinks that she can carry that sock and just make a dust cloud. She'd and then get her up in the in the blind, and yeah. then let her shoot her first deer with a crossbow. That's pretty cool. That kid will probably hit me with it. She actually, it's funny you say <laughs> that. She uh, came to me last month and was telling me, "Hey, um, 
can I get a new bow? And I'm like, for what? Like, why? She goes, well, I want to kill a deer. And I about started tearing up. Yeah. We had a conversation last year. I was like, do you want to shoot one? She said, no. I'm like, okay, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. And she comes up and says that. I'm like, well, they don't make a bow strong enough. Or, well, you're not strong enough to pull a bow back. Right. Yeah. Hey, crossbows are the way to go, and man. we have yeah. one, so I'm yeah. definitely taking her out this year. And, you know. yeah. Let her practice with it once she gets comfortable with it. Yep. Uh, man, there's tripods, everything. I mean, oh, it, yeah. it's the most it, – it's more fun for me. I, I killed a really good deer last year, probably the best deer I've ever killed. But uh, it uh, it's more, more rewarding for me when my kids get one. So oh, Beckett yeah. killed one, Jillian killed one, and, uh, you know, both the kids killed one. It Talking my wife into killing one would be – you know, a, a different story. But she goes now, you know, because both Beckett wants to wait on a buck, but Jillian wants to shoot everything that comes out. So <laughs> it's, it's, brown, a, it's down, so man. so mom goes with sister, and yeah. they just pile them up, and oh, then me and Beckett are sitting there hunting for bucks. Just so wait for a big one, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. So well, look, man, we're sitting at the uh, Urban Archery Outfitters Throw of the Outdoors booth. I mean, what do you what do you think about the the uh, process, the product that they're gonna, you know, gonna be pretty out? cool. It's going to be... It's pretty interesting. Yep. I mean, with the big game buck system they have and all the different types of coins, you know, and the app now, yep. I really think that, you know, this might be something that everybody's going to want to be a part of. I, I, and it's know? it's pretty simple. I mean, it's... it's extremely simple. Yeah. It doesn't take... It doesn't take anything to sit there and build build yeah. coins, build coin or whatever. So. Well, that's what I was telling Stephen, man. I told him I wanted to do a caribou hunt. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, yeah, man, if you do this and this, get everybody set up, then you can, you know, rack up <laughs> points. And I'm like, hey, don't tempt me. And it does not take long to rack them up. Like, I know. And when you talk about him, you know, they've got the, I think, the drive, 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 coin, my, drive coin, coin. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... Hunt, or not hunt coins, big game bucks, thrill coins. Yep. I mean, there's tons of stuff out there. Yeah, man. It's, it's a, it can seem overwhelming. But if you just read a little bit about it, it's uh, super simple. Yep, it's 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 really simple. Yeah. Oh yeah, awesome man. Well, look, I don't want to keep you too long. I yeah. actually have to go back with you to go get some camo dust. Sounds good. So uh, let's wrap this up and then we can go get some. All right, guys. All right, go check them out. Camo dust. Hey, the man knows what he's talking about. All yes, right? sir. We're gonna get him on a Southeastern Bowhunter podcast episode, a much longer one, so we can do more stories. And go check out Thrill of the Outdoors and Urban Archery Outfitters. Guys, it's it's a game changer. I don't say that a lot, but it is a game changer. So thanks for watching. It's been a great show. And that's it. You ready? See you guys. Let's go. All right, guys. It's JD here with another episode of Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast. And we are here with Clifton from Own Your Own Outdoors. What's going How's on, man? Going, man? Living the dream. Living the, the dream? Showcase. Yeah, you doing the showcase. Yeah, yeah. What brought you here this time? Man, so Camo Dust, uh, yep. my, my best friend, Chris Parnell, he owns Camo Dust, and as you know, it's the only dry set eliminator on the market, right. and uh, and it's also you know, the only product I'll stick my name on. There you, you know go. I mean? And I have a review channel, but um, anyways, no, so Chris goes and he tries to do these shows around the nation, kind of get his name out, and, sure. and uh, you know, it's a business that's just starting out, so you know, there's not always that funding there, and so... Um, you know, his best friend, so I just kind of go with him, and it helps me, Help too, him out, because, yeah. uh, you know, I get to meet all the guys that have seen my videos and, right. and you know, shake hands and stuff. So I'm one cool. of them. I'll go yeah, like, yeah, fan yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he came by and was like, hey, I've seen your videos. So yeah. And, you know, to me, that's awesome. Man. You know, it's, cool. especially the guys that come by that, uh, you know, they'll have something in their hand that they bought. So, you know, whether that be from XOP or whoever it's from, right. they'll come by and they'll be like, hey, man, I bought this because I've seen your video, you know, and that's that's, that's cool. why I started. That's cool. You know, yeah. Try to help guys save money. Right. That's awesome. Cool yeah. deal. Well, I mean, what else you got to share? What, um, the uh, some of your 
for your actual hunt speed videos. Yeah, you know, yeah. How's that so, going? So that that's going. It's going well. Um, so you know, him and I were talking about the hunt speed earlier, and so and what that is is I do a thing called THS, and so it's called true hunting speed, and so. Um, what I got tired of, I guess you'd say, is I go to these tournaments and you get the guys that's like, man, my bow shoots 350 foot per second. And I'm like, out of the box? Yeah, yeah, but does it though? Right. You know? And right. So, so I started a thing called True Hunting Speed. And basically what I do is I take it at a hunting setup and I take the average, um, you know, so a 65 pound pool, 460 grain arrow, and a 28 and a half inch draw. Right? And some guys pull more, some guys pull less, right. longer, shorter draw lengths. Yeah. But from I went to four different archery shops and asked what their average that's your most was, and that's average. where I got the numbers from. And, nice. and so then I'll take a chronograph and I'll shoot three arrows through it, and we'll get the actual what I call the true hunting speed that you can actually expect whenever you go out to the stand. And again, it, it, it started with the saving the guys money because yep. these you know guys are buying you know no, nothing wrong with it, but these twenty five hundred dollar bows, and it's like well I bought it because it'll shoot three hundred. You know IBO is three sixty. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you load that dude up, like nah, probably like two seventy eight, you know. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so and so not that that's not fast. I mean it's plenty fast enough to kill right. a deer, absolutely. It's just, you know, it's that clickbait. And so, you know, yep. trying to get the realistic aspect of the hunting, you know, to them, which you know, kinda led to my not trying to over talk to you, but kinda yeah. led to like my deer hunting. Yeah. You know. So I yeah. I still have a full time job. So if you guys go over to on your own outdoors, I'm not yeah. somebody who does this all <laughs> yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, I do do it all the time, but it's you know, it's it's a it's a love. It's not a money thing, and you know. That's what yeah. I always try to tell people when you're trying to start yeah. a YouTube or even like a podcast. Mm -hmm. And you've got to love it. It's it's not. It's you can't chase the money. If, if yeah. the money's no. going to come, it'll come. But you just have to have a passion, you know. And that's right. with me. I had a passion for hunting, and then you know it kind of led over into the reviews, and and now you know I do I I do travel to different states, and so this year okay. you know I'm going to uh, Georgia. Who was it? In? Missouri, Georgia, Iowa, drew the Iowa Tigers. You did? Oh, <laughs> man. God. Yeah, and I got lucky, man. I got Kansas last year, Iowa this year, back to man. back. Yeah, yeah. I'm small. I'll fit in your bag. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going. Exactly. Yeah, 110%. Um, oh, man. But Illinois is in December, and then okay. uh, January, I'm either going to come back to Alabama or maybe Mississippi or Oklahoma. I don't know. I usually just like my January trip is like a surprise trip. Yeah, oh, there you go. That's think, nice. So. That's nice. Yeah, it's. Uh, so, one of the last. Uh, the THS videos I saw you do was I think the I honestly can't, I'm drawing a blank on the boat but it was something where you went from like 65 and then you cranked it up to 85 yeah so it was a Darton Darton that's Darton. what it was yeah, that so was it the Maverick uh, or the Prelude Prelude I think. Prelude yep yeah. so Darton boats right Robert I didn't even know they still made them yep. that, that sounds terrible but um, I was at an archery shop there in Arkansas and uh and so anyways, the, the guy that works in there, his name is Ryan, and, and I do a lot of bows in there. I've got two different archery shops down there in Arkansas that hands down like the best shops around. Okay. And so anyways, this was one of them, and I go in there, and I was actually doing PSEs. And okay. so I was shooting them with one of the archery techs. He shoots a dart, and so he comes up, and he was like, oh, this one's 80 pounds, you know. Well, here nor there, over the last, like, year and a half, I've lost, I don't know, 30 pounds. Look, I'm a lot smaller guy. You know, like right. COVID weight. had to get rid of yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sam's, yeah. That's gotta go, you yeah. Know? So, yeah. Anyhow, I was like 80 pounds. He's like, yeah. So yeah, I shot it at uh, 70 pounds to 80 pounds to kind of give those guys a realistic view of the difference that that 10 pounds can make, especially on the high end. So you're doing you're doing all these review videos, and you've got you know all your THS videos and all that stuff. 
all these different bows and all this different equipment. What's your bow? What's your go-to? Oh, my God. What, what's man, your... Yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot. And so, again, guys, I'm not sponsored. Um, and it's, as we talked about earlier, I don't let people pay me money for my reviews mm -hmm. because once they do, then you're... You know, your quality goes out the window, you know, basically. You know, nobody wants your input anymore because you're getting paid to say something. Right. So, uh, here nor there, I shoot a PSE. Okay. So, uh, okay. and that was that was a funny story. ATA two seasons ago, not this last one, the one before. Um, the guy wanted me to shoot a PSE, wanted me to try one. I was like, try this. It's a new Flagstaff bow, and it was the uh, Mach 1. Mark and one. so yeah. uh, I laughed and was like, PSE, no, I don't want to shoot right. that. Because I shot one like 10 years ago and hated it. Okay. Uh, shot it, absolutely fell in love yeah. with it, had to have it. And so, yeah. I, they realized that you hated it then, so they changed stuff. Yeah, I <laughs> guess it maybe, right? And, yeah. and it's the first, honestly, it was the first carbon bow that I had shot, too. Okay. And, uh, man, I'm going to tell you, when it comes to, like, the public hunt and, and that kind of thing, everybody knows because the saddles and everything, you know, that, you know, a pound or whatever can make a big difference, but when yeah. you're toting that bow and having that carbon bow, and it, it makes yeah. a difference. I, oh, yeah. I absolutely that thing lights out too, man. That nice. bow, and it holds it too. For something that shoots as hard as as fast as it does, because right, wrong, or indifferent, not throwing out numbers, but I'm shooting 303 with my hunt setup. Like it's oh, nice. nuts. Like wow. it's stupid fast. And wow. we were talking about those long shots earlier. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, shooting 303 with the hunting setup and um, and it's lights out and I, I turn it about once a year. Okay. And, holds, and I shoot a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You, I'm sure you do. You shoot a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing the broadhead reviews and all that kind of stuff. It's right. Yeah. Right. And you, you kind of touched earlier on you know the whole fame side of it, like the money. That's not you. And no, absolutely. You know the, not. the Southeastern Bowhunter podcast that we do. It's the exact same way. Yep. You know it has nothing to do with money. Nothing to do with sponsors. Yep. It's you know yeah. Do we have a couple you know sponsors for the podcast that we put on you know like our buddies you know yeah, yeah so, absolutely you know we name do we do have name shout outs yep. um but i just i'm just here because i don't like talking to people yeah no that, that's it that's yep. it the, everybody the, man i wasn't trying to cut you off and and, yeah. and, and and you know this is a great time to talk about it too because yeah. i would say that out of which bow do you think i should shoot or which stand or saddle should i get probably the next one is like how much money do you make um, off of YouTube, right? Because that's like a big thing that people want to know. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, guys, it's like it is so different. Each video is so different. So, like, the length of the video matters. Yep. Um, the number of shares matter. The number of subscribers, like, all of that stuff goes in. And I am telling you, if you are starting a hunting show Listen or a podcast, Listen. trying to get rich or trying to quit your job, just stop ahead of time. Yeah, don't don't even do that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you are you are going into it with the wrong mindset. If you look at these big time guys, mm -hmm. so like the hunting public, Aaron, super nice guy, right? They had a passion, and they started with the passion, and then the money followed eventually. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so those kind eventually, of guys, that's the key that's word exactly, though. Eventually, yeah. and if you look at all these big time guys now, what I consider big time guys, they were just doing what they love. Yeah. And then it worked out. Yeah. Right? And and if you're wanting to start something, do something different. Like if you're if you're watching your favorite guy and you know, say it's a hunting show and it's you know, the music's coming in and the drone and all that kind of stuff, well there's a reason you're watching him, right? So somebody else probably isn't yeah. gonna be as interested in yours because there's already a hundred of them doing it. Be original, find yeah. something that makes you you and that's like the true hunting speed we was talking about. It has not taken off yet, but Man, I, I wish really it would. feel like I wish it the would. people that, that YouTube has showed that to, they love it and they watch every one of them. 
you know, and, and I'm hoping it gets to the point where it takes off where the bow companies recognize Absolutely. it and the bow companies post it. Yes, yeah, I mean, it'd be huge. And the thing is, is like I tell everybody with that, it's like, it's not going to tell you exactly what your bow shoots, no. Yeah. But it's going to give you a realistic number that you can bank off of, right? So if a, if a bow says it's shooting, this is an average, right? So they say it's IBOs at 340, it's probably with the hunt ready setup that I do. It's probably going to be around that 260, 265, right? Yep. Which is a good, that's that's good, right? Mm -hmm. You would see these other bows are in the 240s. Um, but then you can use your own math in your head and say, okay, that was a 28 and a half inch draw. I'm a 29 and a half inch draw. I can probably add seven or eight foot per second to that yep. number, you know? And then yep. you can kind of get that realistic picture of what you can actually expect. And then. Yep. You know, a lot of guys, not saying anything bad, but that Flagstaff bow to that low-end bow, if you're looking online and you look at that IBO, mm -hmm. you're like, why would I pay for the Flagstaff bow, right? Well, I will tell you this. Number one, most Flagstaff bows, not all, they will hold a tune better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when in the true hunting speed, I'm sure you've seen this, the consistency of the arrow speed every time. Now, I have noticed that on a couple of your budget-friendly yep. FTS bows, yep. it, it's you have a fluctuation right. of three yeah, to five feet right. per second. Three to five feet yeah. per second. You, you see that. and The higher-end bows, every single one, yep. exact same. And what we were talking about earlier, whenever you were down there, was like, you know, shooting the long distances. Mm -hmm. With... A three to five difference, that's not going to make a huge difference 38 in. Oh, no. Right? 35 no. in. 55 and out? That's you a get, foot. That's Exactly. Yeah. You get out there 60 yards, which a lot of people don't want to shoot 60 yards. I will, but I shoot every day, right? But that's where that consistency pays off, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting. It's for such a small true hunting speed, right? Yeah. For such a small thing, the numbers that it actually creates and gets you thinking about is huge. You know, it yeah. really makes that difference on what your capabilities are. Right. Cool. Yeah. Well, hey guys, look out for more information from him. Go check out his channel, subscribe, like, all that good kind of stuff. Hit the notification bell. <laughs> yeah, guys, and you. we will be talking with you a little bit later. Absolutely, man. Thanks yeah, man. for having me on. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Introduce you to Chris. What up, man? What's going on, man? What you got for us today? Alright, so... I figured I'd sit down with you for a minute and talk about the uh, fire in the hole broadheads. Fire in the hole, okay. Um, a lot of they get a lot of misinterpretation that they're a, a turkey broadhead, and they're in fact meant for deer and multiple, okay. multiple different games. Um, they have a four-inch cut. Four-inch cut. Four-inch cut. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah, they uh, they slice and dice whatever they go through. Wow, they would have to. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's one of the uh, it's one of the most devastating broadheads I've ever seen on the market. And the thing is, is that they not a lot of people try them because they they don't look like your typical broadhead. Yeah, it doesn't look like a broadhead at all. Right, they don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what it looks like. It almost looks like a frog gig. A pair of scissors I'm throwing at it. Yeah, like a pair of scissors. Yeah. Um, there's no point. So. They're, I don't know. They just they just don't look typical. It's not really a feral. Right. There's yeah. no there's no uh it just doesn't look like a typical broadhead and, and they don't get the recognition that they deserve. All right. Um fastest killing broadhead on the market. Between this and their ring broadhead, they do just maximum devastation no matter what. And I say that cuz I said it in a video on Southern Bones Outdoors is maximum That's devastation. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um like, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, like and subscribe. 
And uh, so anyways, I showed you these off camera. Okay. And uh, we talked a little bit about them. A little bit. But um, what we wanted to do here is, while we were on camera, is we want you to take one. Really? On Thrill of the Outdoors. On Thrill of the Outdoors? Yeah. And, we got to uh, touch on Thrill of the Outdoors a little bit. <laughs> and then wow. use them. Okay. And tell me if it's not the best broadhead you ever shot. Done. All right. Done deal. I'll let you know. And I'll be honest with you, too. Okay. Yeah. You know. I want I want to know your honest opinion. Okay. But just do me a favor. Don't shoot it through wood. No. It's not the right material. No. It's not. <laughs> no. I've seen so many videos of wood, and it's not the right material. Yeah. Don't don't shoot it into wood or or into your neighbor's cat. Or I mean, sorry. Aw. Sorry. <laughs> we had that one aimed out already. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so, and the cool thing about there, I'm going to go from telling you about Fire in the Hole to telling you about a little bit about Thrill of the Outdoors. And again, we've talked about, I've been on y'all's podcast before, yep. and we've talked about so many awesome things that Thrill of the Outdoors has. The only thing we haven't really, I mean, I don't know, I think you guys had a podcast not too long ago with uh, the CEO, Stephen. Yes. Um, yep. Haven't dropped yet, but yes. Okay. Well, with that, all of these products, these amazing products, just like that, we have Nose Down Scents, Desperado Game Calls with their scents, Mineral, wow. they make custom calls, um, Scout Tech. All of these products will get to earn reward points to go hunt, book their favorite hunt. That's just great. And that's, I mean, that's that's just an awesome feat. Like, there's yeah. nobody else that does that. No one. And we also have a really cool thing going on with the founding member club car. Yep, I've heard about that. Have you heard about yep. that? Yep. So pretty much, it, the, that whole program is 500 bucks, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll be able to actually. It's pretty much giving you a free hunt. That yeah. wild card gives you a free yeah. hunt. Yeah. There's not an outfitter out there that gives you a free trophy hunt because this is not just a regular little hunt. I'm talking yeah. a trophy hunt yeah. for a for a whitetail or whatever you want to go hunt. It, whatever you want to use it on my for 500 cat. bucks. Your my neighbor's cat? Neighbor's okay. Cat. Yeah. The neighbor's cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyways, like I said, going back to the broadheads, though, it's an amazing broadhead. Dude, I've shot three deer with it, three or four deer with it, and not a single deer ran further than 30 yards. Maybe one ran 35, and she slid the last five. <laughs> Downhill. I made, I made one shot. I had, uh, which you'll actually be able to see part two of uh, doe management on Southern Bones Outdoors. It'll be coming out this week. Um, right after the uh, World Deer Expo here. But, um, so, I shoot a doe straight through the back strap. I hated to do it, but she, she, it was my last doe of the day. I had already shot two. One was a little too graphic to be showing on YouTube, so sorry, guys. Oh, okay. Uh, Too graphic for YouTube. When a broadhead, when I can say that about a broadhead, That 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 did damage. Um, but you will be able to go to uh, fireinthehole.com and see the footage there. So no, there you go. There you <laughs> yeah, go. there you go. All your um, can go see that there. Right. Yeah. So uh, 
Anyways, the last doe shot her straight through the back strap into the chest cavity. She still didn't run further than 30 yards. If four inches was inside of you shaking around, you gonna run that far? No, I wouldn't. When, when we did field dresser, everything was mangled all the way to the heart. There was, it was just, there was nothing. I mean, it was, it was, I call it the slice and dice, man. It was, it just destroyed everything. So it's an awesome product. The owner, I like awesome products by awesome owners, you know, because some people could have, uh, it, it, it kind of takes the burn away from spending however much a product is when their owner is a really cool person or a really nice person yeah. or whatever. Yeah. If, if, in my opinion, if you've got a, a product and that product owner is kind of a kind of yeah. rude, you know, right. I'm like, nah, I don't want to give you, I don't want to give you my money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if that owner's nice and stuff like that, it makes, it kind of makes you want to do business with them. But the cool thing about Kenny, the owner of this, he's, he's like the coolest person, super nice dude. And he has a product that works. And that's one thing we love about Southern, on Southern Bones and Thrill of the Outdoors is we, we, we work with companies that have products that work. So, yeah, something that we all believe in too. Right. Yeah. Right. And support and we support small businesses. So yeah. that's another key. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. wanted to do that real quick with me. With you, man, this is gonna be a short episode on yeah. my part. Yeah. But uh I gotta get back to get back at it out yeah. here. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. hey, I appreciate you guys coming yeah. out though. Yeah man. Caden on here from DCA and from what I've been hearing, DCA is kind of twisting my arm, kind of moving up in the world. Tell me a bit about yourself. Yeah, so we are a fast-growing company. We are family-owned. We're based out of Southern Ohio, okay. and we're all about custom arrows. Custom arrows. So is it just like you're taking someone else's arrow and customizing it, or no. what is that about? No, not at all. So we have our own manufacturer. We get our own shafts. All of our shafts are all 100% carbon, so there's no preservatives or additives in that shaft. And we do everything from like weight modification up front for like high FOC builds. And we have over like 100,000 different color combinations with fletchings, wraps. I mean, you all have like a certain partnership with different uh, fletchings or any, any No, fletchings? we have uh, complete freedom with whatever okay. fletchings we use. We're not tied down to one. We just kind of shoot whatever we like. And if you uh, got a particular fletching that you want to shoot, you can actually send us those fletchings and in your order put in okay. that you want to fletch and we'll fletch them up for you. Yeah, yeah, okay. we got a little note section. You can put like uh, what your preferred total arrow weight would be or what kind of helical or offset you would want. Just whatever you want us to know, you can put it down there and we'll build it okay. for you. Cool, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see, what about your components? Aren't you all using like a pretty good, good company component? Like yeah. yeah, we use ethics components a okay. lot. Yeah, yeah. We have our own uh, components as well, manufactured. Really? Yeah, we carry uh, aluminum, brass, and stainless steel components for all of our different types of shafts from the hunter, rupture, silencer, okay. crossbow. Like, I'm, I don't want to get too far into yeah, it, no, but. We got all different diameters to suit like whatever you're hunting for. You got the micro and middle of the road and the standard. Yeah, so our standard is our hunter shaft. It's a six millimeter or a two forty five. Right. And then our rupture, it's a five millimeter. Two oh four. Two oh four. Yep. 
And then our silencer, that's our micro. It's our four millimeter. One six five, right? One six six. Six. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Why did y'all choose to go from one six five to one six six? That's different. Different? different. We didn't want to be like everybody else. Okay. Now with that, are, are you noticing any difference in your um, wall Yeah, that's our thickest carbon wall arrow. Oh, nice. Nice. That sounds really good. Yep. Sounds good. So, for anybody with the thrill of the outdoors, um, you can actually just do like you normally do. Buy your product. Get with them. Buy your product from them. The thrill of the outdoors. You get the, the redemption points for the big game bucks. That's a wrap on the 2023 40th annual World Deer Expo here in Birmingham, Alabama. We had a great time, met with a lot of awesome people, and uh, you know, I can't wait to see what comes next. Hopefully, we'll be at the next show. Um, JD, what'd you think about it? Dude, I just boom, yeah, I, I, so many people. So many awesome opportunities coming up. Um, everything within this company, through the outdoors, Urban Archer Outfitters, all the stuff that's going to be dropping soon when they do finally finish the app, it is going to just change this industry upside down. Yeah, man, there's a lot of big things coming with these companies, and I'm very excited to be a part of it, see where we can go, hopefully get on that Alaskan caribou hunt we were talking about. <laughs> that's kind of a dream for me. Too cold but, for uh, me. But. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, People really need to check this site out. They need to check these guys out because everybody here has been super awesome, very genuine. We had a great time. I couldn't think of a better booth to be hanging out at and helping yeah. with, you know, getting to do all the media stuff. And I really hope you guys enjoyed what we did. Uh, pretty much what everybody here did. So uh, I guess, you know, until the next one, y'all. Got anything well, else? Uh, yeah. Um, before we, you know, walk out of here, what about some of the product that you, you oh, would talk man, to a couple dude. guys? Oh, where can I begin? Uh, first off, I want to thank Joe Miles from ICO coming on over here and talking. That was yep. fantastic. It was a lot of fun hanging out with him. Um, dude, JX3 Outdoors, man. I might be getting the saddle. He might have convinced me to change it. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, I may do it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, no, it's a great product, and I'm very interested in trying it out. And yeah, me you too. had a sit-down with Obsession. Yeah, I had a sit-down with, uh, with Jim. I think uh, we're going to be shooting Obsession. Uh, I think so. Things uh, obsession bows, what they're doing now with that dual track cam is phenomenal, and I'm really anxious to try and shoot that. Oh yeah, really and deer anxious. crossing archery. Yeah, dude, I'm super stoked to be getting some arrows from those guys. Um, no idea what builds I'm gonna do yet, but yeah, it's gonna be a good time. You know, I really think that uh, I think this this went well. It went really it did go well. well. I had I had another sit down um, with uh, Fire in the Hole Broadheads yep. and. They were nice enough, generous enough to let me try a pack. Um, I am going to definitely slay some deer out with those things. Um, I see really good things going for that company. Uh, Ken, the guy, he's not here today, but really good stuff with that company. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I it's, can't wait. It's going to be a good season for everybody. I, I can't wait. Chris Cannon, the man, <laughs> he is the guy. He is. Um, yeah, just a big thank you Southern, to everybody. Southern Bones Outdoors. Yep, Southern Bones Outdoors. Hey, you go check uh, them out. Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast, Urban Archie Outfitters, Thrill the Outdoors. Man, check them all out. DCA. Right. DCA, Osseo. Osseo, J JX3. JX3. It's all of them. All of it, man. Thank you guys for watching this. It's been a great time. We'll see you next time we're at one of these. Thank you.
thank you for listening to this episode of Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast. If you don't mind, go on Apple, go on Spotify, wherever you listen to this and give us a five-star review. It really helps out. And, you know, I just want to give all the glory and all the thanks to God. Without him, I wouldn't be able to do any of this. We wouldn't be able to do anything without him. So just needed to throw that out there. Thank you again for listening. And don't forget to give us a review.